0: Happy New Year, everyone, and welcome to 2020. It's a new year and a new decade, so what better time for some new things for Christmas Past? In case you missed it, I recently announced that Christmas Past is going year round, starting today. New episodes will arrive twice a month and maybe even more frequently, and feature interviews, news, short stories, and more. The backstories to your favorite Christmas traditions will continue to arrive closer to Christmas time just like always. And once a month we'll be taking a trip to somewhere around the world to see the customs that make Christmas unique in different countries. Those episodes, and you're listening to one of them right now, are hosted by Chantel Joy and her special guests. You know Chantel from her website, Facebook and YouTube channel All Things Christmas. Now, technically this episode is the second of its kind because Chantel took us to Japan back in October as a bonus episode. Go back and check that out if you haven't heard it yet. I'll come back at the end to wrap up and say goodbye. But for now, I'll hand it over to Chantel. It's time to bundle up, practice our French, and watch out for moose, because the first stop on our trip around the world is to our maple-loving neighbor to the north. Let's learn about, or should I say let's learn about, what it's like to have a Joyeux Noël or a Merry Christmas in Canada.
1: Not all Canadian Christmas traditions are the same, and the first difference is with the foods. Where I grew up, near Toronto, we had a turkey every Christmas. Unlike most families, we had our large dinner on Christmas Eve, a tradition I still keep. Our roasted turkey was usually served with cranberry sauce and gravy. Our side dishes were like mashed potatoes, sage stuffing, and veggies like corn, carrots, or broccoli. More often than not, we'd also have a ham. The standard turkey dinner seems to be pretty common in most of Canada, but there are some additional food traditions in other provinces.
2: Bonjour, je m'appelle Jonathan Bouchard.
1: I'd like to introduce Jonathan Bouchard, who's a friend of mine and happens to be French Canadian. He's also a big foodie and knows a lot about the traditions that he celebrated growing up near Montreal. There
2: are several traditional French-Canadian and Quebecois foods that are prepared over the holiday season. And some families will serve up a ragoût de pâte et de boulettes, which is essentially a stew of pork hock and meatballs. And there's also tourtière, And this is where things might get a little controversial for some, because a tourtière for one person isn't necessarily a tourtière for others.
1: Personally, I don't know much about Tortière, aside from it being something like a hamburger meat pie, but I do know that it's considered something of a French-Canadian cultural treasure.
2: The earliest official recipe is from 1840 and it can be found in the cookbook La Cuisine Canadienne. And there are different origins regarding the name. Um, So the tourte is a bird which looks a bit like a pigeon, and there were pies that were made with this bird. The other possibility is the name of the dish used to prepare the tortilla, hence the tortilla as we know it. Regarding Tortière, as I know it in my family in the Montreal area, it's a meat pie that contains ground beef, ground pork, and ground veal. And it's combined with a series of spices such as cinnamon, cloves, allspice, and nutmeg. And there's different regions in Quebec that have their own variations. Like the Saguenay region, for instance, they use meat cubes and there's game meat and it's usually baked in a very large dish. Other regions also add several layers of dough and add potatoes to the recipe. So it's a very hearty, very copious dish.
1: And here's something that I had no idea was a part of Quebec cuisine, let alone a Christmas tradition.
2: Other traditions you might hear about are people cooking fondue. It's very much a classic. It's slightly retro, but you know, lots of people will be dipping their thinly sliced meats dunked into a pot of warm stock with vegetables and various sauces. It's very communal. It's about sharing. It's people gathering, hence why it's a good holiday meal.
1: For dessert in my family, we'd usually have some sort of pie, usually pumpkin or apple pie with ice cream or whipped cream. Although I do remember seeing a full-sized mince pie, not the small, tart-sized versions you might be more familiar with, a few times over the years as well. My grandmother did make a homemade steamed Christmas cake, similar to a UK Christmas pudding but without the fruit, but it was dark, dense, and not at all something I wanted to eat as a child at Christmas. I much preferred the sweets, such as chocolate turtles, chocolate coins, candy canes, or Ferrero Rocher, treats that were seemingly only available at Christmas time. Homemade treats were my favorite, though. Sugar cookies, chocolate fudge, everything except gingerbread. That one is still purely for decorative purposes in my books.
2: When it comes to dessert, well, there are several treats that might appear on the menu, uh, the Yule Log is something that you'll see consistently on Quebec tables during the holiday season. And you might also snack on some sucre à la crème. It's like a slightly creamier, but granular version of maple sugar cubes. So it's a creamy yet sugary brown sugar fudge, and it's made with lots of cream. So you know how rich it might be.
1: Another aspect of Canadian Christmas traditions that our friends to the South might not know is that when it comes to Christmas carols and songs, we only ever sing ones that are about snow. Just kidding, in my 10 years and more of spending around American Christmas traditions online, I have not once found a difference between the carols, songs, and music that we listen to in Canada versus the United States. We have our Bing Crosby, we have our Johnny Mathis, we even have our Mariah Carey, but especially, and we especially have, our Michael Buble. That being said, however, in the French-speaking part of Canada, they do have French songs and carols.
2: You'll often hear Christmas classics that are translated in French, or you might hear some particular songs that are from Quebec. So, for instance, there's 23 décembre from the band Beau Dommage that came out in 1988. And there's Marie Noël that was uh, written by Robert Charlebois back in 1967 that are very specific Quebec songs that were written more recently, more contemporary. And you'll hear various folk songs, traditional Quebec folklore music that you'll hear at that time of year also over the holidays.
1: Decorating at Christmas time is probably my favorite aspect of the season. And we do things much in the same way as most of the rest of the world. And at the heart of it is the Christmas tree. Although I didn't have a live Christmas tree until I lived out on my own. My mother claimed to be allergic, but I think she simply wanted to keep the tradition from her childhood of her artificial Christmas tree. Just like in the States, shiny brights and hot C7 bulbs dominated the scene in the 50s and 60s, and I can still remember the bubble lights and angel hair tinsel from my grandmother's Christmas tree growing up. One of the most important Christmas events for Canadians, especially those in or near Toronto, is the Santa Claus Parade. Although at this point the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade is certainly more well known, Toronto's Santa Claus Parade was actually the first Christmas parade in the world and is still one of the largest in North America. Introduced in 1905 by Eaton's department store, it marks the official start of the holiday season for most Canadians held on the third Sunday in November. When it comes to the rest of Canadian Christmas customs and traditions, it's usually quite similar to what you're used to seeing on American TV and movies, but with a healthy dose of British influences as well, such as the Christmas Cracker, something I'm pretty sure most Canadians are familiar with. As I now live in England, it was exciting for me to learn about all the similarities between our Christmas customs. But for more on that, you'll have to tune into our next episode, where I hope to feature Christmas traditions from the United Kingdom.
0: Canadians, they're just like us. Well, I hope you enjoyed hearing about Canadian traditions. That tortillera sounds pretty great if you ask me. And if that Yule log sounds good to you, I did a whole episode about that back in 2017. Check it out. If you're from Canada, or if you've spent some time there, what did you love about Christmas in Canada? We'd love to know. We'd also love to know what you think of this new series and all of the other things in store for 2020. You can write me at christmaspasspodcast at gmail.com or write Chantel at email at allthingschristmas.com. And you can message either or both of us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. There's links to all of that, and also to Chantel's YouTube channel and both of our websites, in the show notes for this episode. Christmas Past is produced in sunny San Mateo, California by yours truly, Brian Earle. Thanks to Chantel Joy and her special guest, Jonathan Bouchard. And thank you for listening. If you're feeling the Christmas spirit, why not help more people discover this show? You can tell a friend about it or leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Those are both quick and painless ways to show support for the show. And if you leave a review, I'll send you a sticker to say thanks write me for details. Here's to a happy, healthy, and prosperous new year, and here's to seeing you again very soon. Until then, may your days be merry and bright.